Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Daniela Stockflet menace and here is a bit about my guest. She is a podcaster, and she loves her hobby to connect and relate through the sharing of regular people's stories of courage, transformation, adventure, love, overcoming, life's challenges, and career changes. It is a platform to give ordinary people's story from all over the world the chance to be shared and preserved. And one thing that Daniela and I are going to focus on is the power of stories and storytelling, because I believe that we all have an amazing story to share. And it's not just for us. You never know how your story can resonate, impact, and change someone's life. So without further ado, please welcome Daniela Stockflet menace Hello. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And so Danielle and I connected um, via this amazing site called podmatch.com. Thanks to the founder, Alex Sanfilippo. And if you guys remember, he was on the show, you know, a few episodes back. And one thing that we found out in common, she is from Venezuela. My father is from Curaçao, so off the tip of Venezuela. <laughs> and she she said, oh, I think it's more the Caribbean. And I was like, oh, I've heard it. it's more like South American, but, you know, potato potata. And it's just amazing just to have another person that's close from the same region where my father was from. And we're definitely going to give you a chance to connect with her more on a personal level in a fun manner. And for those of you that that has been following the mission and the show, you know, there are two options. We can do a rapid fire game, Daniela, or we can break the ice up front. What are you in the mood for? Uh, The first one. (laughs) Rapid fire? Rapid fire, yes. Okie dokie, we're playing rapid fire with Daniela and Genesis. Do 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 do. Question numero uno. Since you are Venezuelan, and I have a good friend from Venezuela who just opened up her first brick and mortar company there, Chocolates Dalila. She is one of the sponsors here. How do you feel about cacao? Well, Chocolate is one of my favorite things. So I love cacao and in cacao nymphs. I love cacao powder, you know, so I feel that it is one of the, and it's healthy and it's amazing for you. So I feel great about it. So good for your friend. I want to try that chocolate. You definitely have to check out Chocolates de Lila, um, who she makes the chocolates here in the U.S., but now she has a brick and mortar store in Venezuela, and she has Maricaibo Mud, which is like a hazelnut spread. She has cacao chocolate bars and so many amazing things, and some of the proceeds go back to help the um, children in Venezuela who need soccer equipment and other things. So I just wanted to ask that because that's near and dear to my heart, and I just love the mission that she is on. So I thought I would ask that. 
Yeah, no, that's wonderful. I, I, I am, I love missions and I love nonprofits. So I'm glad that she's doing something like that. Yeah. I want to meet her. I want to meet her. Yeah. Check. Um, I'll send you the link if you're interested. So her name is Vigdali Williams. Okay. Perfect. Question two, what is your favorite pastime or hobby outside of podcasting? Being a flaneur with my husband. We go around the city and we get lost and we look at things and find things that we didn't see before. So that kind of like is one of our hobbies as well. Ooh. So what city are you in? Uh, we're in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Okay, so I think if I'm remembering correctly, someone was on my show a while back from Vancouver, and they said that's where Lululemon started. Yes, yes, this is the original place of Lululemon. Yes. Question three, what is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Had water. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea, hot water all the time, all day. Do you drink it plain, hot water plain? Yes. Sometimes in summer, we grow um, uh, peppermint in the garden. And so I put like a big branch in there in my Contigo bottle. And that's what I do all day. Yeah, hot water. Question four. With you being a podcaster, is there anyone that you admire or a celebrity that you would love to have on your show to share their story and not just their glamour story, but the start ugly moments they've had. I don't believe that I have a favorite of anything. I think everybody has their own enchantment. So I don't, I don't love someone specifically too much. And my podcast is about regular ordinary people. So I couldn't have anybody famous that will be breaking the rules of my (laughs) episodes. So to me, yeah, I think everybody has something to share. So I never have a favorite of anything, which is, you know, I always thought I was outside the box because everybody does, but I'm I'm not, I I can like somebody today and then tomorrow is gone. So I don't enjoy, I don't, I can say that I can answer that question. Well, okay. And you know what I would say too, like um, from the celebrity point of view, like I think celebrities are just people just like us, like sometimes they definitely have way more money and they're in a different socioeconomic um, bucket, but I do believe they do have their, you know, regular lives. And I just think that the media and people just hype them up. But if you get to connect with who they are behind the scenes and outside of media, you'll see that there are similarities that they share with us. But sometimes they just don't get to really live the normal life because they're in the limelight so much. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So question four, if you could have three random acts of kindness per day, what would they be? Three acts of kindness. Um, I will like to listen to people's stories around the streets. I love, I would love to just, you know, when, that's the same. We'll go around and compliment people for something good that they do uh, and genuine, you know, and um Three, three, three. I think that one is the main one, helping people. Um, yeah, I don't know the two others. I, I, I like to go around the city and helping people. That's I think that's one, two, three <laughs> in different ways. And I think we're on question five, right? Keep me honest here. Pregnancy brain is real. 
for question five, right, Daniela? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, question five, what is your, what is one thing that you would change if you had the opportunity? About the world, myself? Just anything in general, it's a wild card question. Uh, hmm. Well, I think that I would like to change that people become more compassionate and more less judgmental maybe that I could change that uh, our brain wouldn't you know control us so much <laughs> something like that question six if you could have any superpower what would it be oh yes um I remember I said that I would like to be I said once no I don't gonna say that because you're gonna get in trouble no no say it say it <laughs> no. But I think that I would like to be fast and I would like to be able to, every time I touch somebody, that that person see good on everything, you know, um, the same as I thought about touching somebody and then they get healthy in one way. You know, I thought that that would be like interesting to see, but I'm sure that that's just not really, is it going to have consequences afterwards, probably. Six, do you like to cook? And if not, are you a DoorDash, Uber Eats, or Grubhub person? I am frugal, so I wouldn't use any of those. <laughs> and uh, no, I don't like to cook. I like to bake. Uh, but, uh, you know, I cook because we have to eat. But uh, no, I, I envy all those people that have the passion for it. I find it that it's a lot of work and uh, don't have it. But I like baking, so. Mm -hmm. Eight. Okay, here's a good one. If you could have lunch or dinner with any person, past or present, who would it be and why? Well, that's the same as a celebrity question. I feel like, well, I would love to have dinner with my dad who passed away when I was 20 and mm -hmm. now has been 30 something years. So I will love to have dinner with him. I think that would be the best. Yeah, that's my answer too. Not a celebrity question, but definitely my dad since he passed uh, almost two years now because he was the best dad and we were super close. I tell people like peas and rice. <laughs> there you go. That's the same. We were super close. Question nine. What is one piece of advice you wish someone would have gave you when you were younger? Financial advice how to, you know, make the money work for you versus you working for the money. And question 10. It is our pass or play question, Daniela. And here are the rules. If you pass, our rules are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? pass so if I pass I ask you a question right yes yes I pass okay what's your question okay so you were gonna ask me a question first okay what is your what is your yeah what would you do if you if you could do acts of kindness what would you do oh my acts of kindness so one I would definitely go sit with someone that is going through cancer that's one of my uh, missions I would help someone who needed a patient advocate because that's something I did for my dad when um, he passed from medical negligence. And then the third random act of kindness, 
I would contribute to both of my parents' um, islands and just give back to some of the people who do not have the means as we do here in America. Wonderful, wonderful. I, I always wanted to have enough money to buy uh, a building, no more than 20 apartments and, and help homeless, you know, like I would like to that. I don't do anything about it, but I love the, you know, I, I, I have the mission of home, eradicating homelessness. And uh, so I think that's interesting, but I don't, I don't do much. So one thing that my sister used to do, but she hasn't done it in years. Um, we live in Texas. So like on the holidays, she would go with my other sister to feed the homeless. Like they would go get a bunch of food and just pass it out during the holidays. And I thought that was really cool because it was like a mission that her best friend had. And then everyone kind of joined in to kind of support what he was doing. But he has since moved away. And I was like, even though David's gone, like you could still do what he was doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for playing rapid fire, Daniela. Now we're going to jump into stories and the power of sharing stories. That's what your podcast is about. That's the mission as well as movement that you're on. But in order to talk about where you are now, we have to understand your back end story. So I knew you you grew up in Venezuela. So what was it like growing up in Venezuela? And what are some of the stories and your childhood experiences that has shaped you? to being the woman you are today? Well, the first one is that I am a mixed culture, a very mixed. Like my dad was German, was raised in Spain, and my mom was half Venezuela. Sorry, my mom is half Venezuelan, half uh, from the north of Spain. So, and then uh, we went to Venezuela and I went to a German school. So it has always been a lot of mixed culture, which uh, is it makes me a bit different wherever I go. I never really belong because I'm so mixed. And I learned from one of my guests that I am a third child culture. So apparently it's a name for people like that, for people like me. And so I think that shaped me in the fact that, well, I'm more open and, and I'm, I'm open to different cultures. And I really enjoyed meeting different people with different cultures. So uh, growing up in Venezuela was wonderful. I, I love the people. I love the food. I love, um, you know, all the everything, the nature that we had going to the beach every weekend. It was it was just fantastic. The school was small. We were, were like about 45 kids in, in our in our year. And we grow, we went with them all the way from kindergarten to at the end of high school. So we got in touch, you know, we're always in touch. We, we know each other well, and that was a great experience for me. And then um, when I was 20, my father passed away and my mom moved to Canada. And then I also left um, to different countries to learn. I, I spoke German, but I didn't speak English. So I went to Miami, tried to learn English in Miami. I did it, <laughs> but it was hard. <laughs> wow. And yeah. So that's uh, what I have done. So I think being mixed has shaped me a lot for sure. And also having a, my father was, uh, had kidney disease for uh, 18 years since I was two. So that also, uh, you know, people always said, oh, you're the only child. So you've been the spoiled one. But I think that my dad was the spoiled one because we have to take care of him. So I, I don't, I think that also made me grow up a little faster. Mm. And I think too, um, with you being 
mixed culture, it definitely opens up your perspective because how um, the cultures are assimilated and how you um, are raised has a lot to do with um, the end product in a sense, because sometimes people feel like, oh, this is how I raise. And, you know, they walk with some of that into, you know, their adolescence and their adulthood. But I think me too being uh, mixed cultures because where my dad is from is totally different than where my mom is from. from. And I've seen my mom be so conservative and I see my dad be so um, fun and party and, you know, all of that. And it kind of just did shape me because my dad was the type of person that would talk to anybody, give the shirt off his back to everybody. And my mom was like, oh, we work so hard. Like she believed, okay, no, if someone is coming over, they need to call and let us know. If not, I'm cooking the right amount of food for that person. My dad's like, oh, um, you know, give freely and et cetera. And sometimes my mom would say, I told you not to do that. Why did you do that? And I feel like, man, it was like a tug of war sometimes because I'm like, do I do what dad says or do, do I do what mom says? And I think just having both of those cultures has definitely opened up my eye to really have compassion, especially when I was afforded the ability to travel with my parents and just kind of see how other people were raised and how they grew up, which was different than me being first generation American. And when people are like, what are you or whatever? And I feel like the power of storytelling doesn't really get um, heightened unless you go outside of your home base and you connect with people that are different from you and you begin to see things from their perspective and take the blinders off. Yes, yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. And, and you know, it's funny because you talk about your father. It's like my father, so they probably know each other somehow. They're playing up there in disguise now in heaven. Uh, but it was, um, yes, my dad was always very open-minded and talking to everyone. And, and my mom was, you know, and, and obviously opposite always attract, right? That's yeah. what happens. And I'm sure if you, you have a husband, then it, you will understand that. Uh, what at first attracts you afterwards is really annoying. So <laughs> that's what happens, right? And yeah. one thing that I want to talk about is like uh, storytelling. Sometimes like whenever people tell the stories, like people don't always come out with their stories because sometimes they feel like, what about if I share my story and someone doesn't resonate with it or they judge me or et cetera. So how can we get people to really embrace the power of storytelling, embrace the power of their voice and the circumstances that happen to them and realize that they didn't just happen to you, but they happen for you. And it's a part of character building because one of my mission is to bring out as many stories as we can and look at the ways that we have similarity versus highlighting the differences. So since you do that a lot, what are some of the ways that you've done it? So I, it's true. Some, I started with my friends, right? Cause uh, there was the closest one. And, and I thought that there will be, because we have a lot of dinner parties and they tell their stories and the stories were fascinating. They, there is a, a friend of ours whose parents got separated to the war in Russia for 40 years. And so they didn't see their kids for 40 years, you know? And I thought, wow, what a wonderful story. And when I approached them, they will be, he was like, they didn't even want to talk to me. And I, it seems like I was selling something that they didn't want to, to buy. And so they disappear. And I was really surprised. So at the end, some friends came and they told a story. And it was fascinating to get to know them more. 
um, when they share, I, I got people's comments saying, oh my God, I learned about these. I didn't know that you could do that. And, and so it opens my, you don't have to have a trauma because everybody has this idea that, oh, and, and even myself, right? Like you, you invited me here and I'm like, well, what am I going to talk about? I haven't written a book. I haven't, you know, changed the world, but I feel that every story somehow it changed somebody or entertained somebody. So that you don't have to have the, the goal to think that I'm going to have a call to action and everybody's going to change their world, you know, but just to entertain, have fun, get to know the person more. Just that's why we tell stories. And it's something that, or, you know, people used to do it around the fire, right? Indigenous, all the cultures, and we have lost that. And so I think uh, to me, it is important to, to try to do it. I, I was telling my husband yesterday, and I don't know if this was, was going to be one of your questions, but people come and ask me, can I be in your podcast? And they write a little, you know, script. And then I read it and, and I'm like, it doesn't sell it to me. I'm like, oh, another trauma story, for example. But then I said, okay, this is, I'm going to say yes. And I, and I talked to the person and, and, the, and it's not, you know, that's why words don't have the power of looking at people's face, listening to the stories, the emotions. Like when I met this person, I'm like, oh my God, how could I ever have even thought for a moment that it was another story? It's not the same. It's never the same, you know? So, yeah. So I feel like everybody has a unique way of handling or helping. The, the only thing that I think would damage the story is um, if you try to give a call to action. Okay. I have learned this and I want you to, you know, I think that's, to me, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work as well. So I always tell people from my perspective um, is that you have to lean in. And Sheryl Sandberg wrote a book about the power of leaning in. Because when you lean in, you take off the blinders, you shed your perspectives, your unconscious biases, and you're leaning in to see and hear what the other person has to say. But you're actively listening not to respond, but you're listening to understand the words that came out of their mouth and how they're e evoking some type of feelings and emotions for you. Mm -hmm. and then you're listening to really connect with that person based on the journey that they have been on because their journey is not your journey or et cetera. We listen so we can begin to learn, because if you're listening to learn rather than listening to prove a point, then you are actually getting more out of the conversation. And then once that person is done speaking, you begin to really connect the dots with that individual. And if you are truly genuine and eager in learning more about that person, you begin to ask thoughtful questions and et cetera. So like with me, when people pitch my show, Yes, it's amazing that you want to come into the community, but you're not going to tell me what questions I'm going to ask you, because then those are questions that you, I'm sure you've already given to another podcast host. I want to know more about you, your subject matter expertise. How are you being organic and how are you showing up in the world? If it's scripted, then it's like I'm writing a play or we're going through a dress rehearsal. I need to get to go beyond the surface with you and really connect. And that's why my show is called Gems, because I believe each one of us has an incredible gem to share. And as we're sharing the gem, how is that, how is that gem or gems creating an imprint in order to drive an impact? So like for you, Daniela, there's only one Daniela Stocklet Menace. 
and you only could do what you can do. You have gifts, you have talents, you have a reason, you were created on purpose for a purpose. And even though you may not necessarily believe in a call to action, you have, you do have a call to action and it's to get more people to be open-minded about sharing their stories and really, um, igniting what they went through because it didn't happen by accident. Everything happens for a reason, but it's up to us to realize what that reason is. And we can't like, whenever I think about stories, one of the amazing things is we may not be an author or we may not be dot, 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 but we do have a reason for the season that we're in. We do have a reason that we owe it to ourselves to show up on a continual basis and just really realize that the words that are coming out of our mouth, the voice that we have is unique to us and it's a part of our identity. So if we could take ownership and have that true, then don't you think that we're really holding our torch to help illuminate someone else? What do you think about that, Daniela? Yes, no, I, I agree with you. I, I feel that for me, the my podcast is is start of well, is, is for me, right? I'm the one who is is to me is like a university life. I'm going to university of life because every time I hear a story, I'm more in awe and I'm thinking I'm learning more things, I'm more compassion, I'm less judgmental. And, and I love it. And so I hope that those ones who listen to the stories also can have the same impact because I never thought that, that you know, there are people that want to be on the podcast that, I don't know, I, I just, I say yes. And, and then I learn from them and, and I'm impressed. I'm like, wow, I, I never would have thought of it. Thank you. You know, so to me, it's, it's, it's a gift to me. And so I'm sharing it and, and I'm hoping that other people have the same you know, they has the same effect on others. But I, I truly believe that if we all listen to everyone, we, we will, we will be just a better world, it will be just less, you know, we will understand if everybody comes from a, for a reason, everybody is here, because, you know, for, so things happen, and we don't know. So it's easy to judge, but how, do you know, beyond that? And so I think that this is what the, the power of storytelling is. And the last question before we wind down for the call to action so you could plug your info is why did you name the podcast what you named it and um, what was the inspiration for starting it like in its early infancy stage when you got that aha moment and the light bulb went off and you said this is what I'm going to do for my show. I was listening to a podcast. There were just two people like you and I, and one of them was a friend of my husband. And I was, wow, I couldn't believe it that, you know, I just listened to the story and I thought, wow, this is, this was not even related to me, but it was entertaining. And I thought, what if I do this? Because um, I had a job, a nonprofit, it was Big Brothers of Greater Vancouver. And I, I had that with that job. It was always listening to stories, helping people. And it was so much fun. So I never got a job after that that was similar to that, that gave me that uh, feeling. And so I thought maybe this will be great. And so it, it took me a while. And immediately the name, because everyone has a story, it just came like it just, I didn't even think about it. It was, it was interesting. I thought this has to be, has to be the name. And so I, they came to me and then I decided that I had to do it. My son, all the son, he's very good at all this computer technology. And 
I said, can I can I ask for help? Is that possible? How do you, how do you put sound out there? You know, it was complicated to even imagine. And then um, I procrastinated for a few months because I thought, I don't know, it seems difficult. And then I, that typical me, I, I procrastinated for a second. I said, okay, we're doing it. And then I sat, I got it. Oh my God, this is so easy, done. So <laughs> it was, that was it. And since then I've been learning more, which is amazing. And um, sometimes, you know, I even help other podcasters for with all the, what I, I'm using, you know, that's what we do. We say, oh, what do you do? What do you use? And then we share and then we give tips to each other. So that's another um, community that is quite cool. To I, love, <laughs> I love it because podcasters have to stick together because we're, um, if we're not learning, we're not growing. Now, Daniela, tell them how they could connect with you um, via your podcast, your website, and what social media do you primarily hang out on, if any? Uh, Instagram is the main one and uh, Facebook because I have it um, and it is the cousin of Instagram um, and LinkedIn is also one that I really uh, like to post my episodes there I I, re I really appreciate how LinkedIn works and um, my podcast calls because everyone has a story and you can hear it in all the platforms. So is uh, my host is Buzzsprout, but, um, you know, is in Spotify, Apple, and wh whatever you can think of, the podcast is there. So, but uh, the, in Instagram is because, is behas, uh, dot podcast because, you know, the initials of because everyone has a story. So behas, that's the shorter of the name of the podcast name. Amazing. So B has uh, dot podcast on Instagram. And then the podcast is on all major podcast platforms. And then is there a website to complement everything that you're doing? Yes, is because everyone has a story, which is long .ca, um, .ca. And uh, yes, and when you type because everyone if just every it just comes out because I'm a lot of everyone has a story, but many nobody has because everyone so I got that one. <laughs> Amazing. And thank you for sharing that, Daniela. I will have all of this info in the show notes. And I want to just thank you for just coming on here and just sharing your background and the power of storytelling with the audience. Audience, like I said, all of Daniela's contact information will be in the show notes. Just make sure you read, scroll on down and go support the mission and movement behind her podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe to our channel. It's on 40 plus platforms. If you're interested in seeing the video, it could be found on our YouTube channel, which is GEMS, G-E-M-S with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And for those of you that have been following us for a minute, I want to thank you for your support to bring on incredible guests such as Daniela, as well as the mission that we have to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we also weave in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us connecting the dots to make this world a better place. We are currently looking for brand sponsors, space Spaces are limited, but you can find more info by going to genesisamariskemp.net or sending me a personalized email to genesisamariskemp at gmail.com. Until the next segment, next guest, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one. And don't shrink back on sharing your story. Your story is powerful and you never know how your story can shape or change someone else's life. 
life happens to you, but it also happens for you. So gain a right perspective and a new vantage point. Take those blinders off and get laser clear on loving you and being whole and complete because there is only one you. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.